Today's daf is daf Yud Zayin. Be'ez Hashem is Baruch. We're going to finish the first parak and begin the second parak. Uh, we are holding in the middle of Tezayin Amud Beis at the uh, Mishnah. Well, yesterday's daf was Shabbos daf. I posted. There might be some overlap between what I posted, so you get Chazar uh, if you listen to it twice. Let's get going. Zog Deleg Mishnah. Ma Bein Tam Lemuat. What exactly is the difference? between an animal that is tam and an animal that is muad in terms of how the payments are made. So the Lord says like this, this is Chazor of what we've had before. We know it's chatzinezek and it's capped migufo, which means that the animal that causes the damage, whatever its value is, you cannot exceed the half damage payments more than the full value of the damaging ox, right? That's migufo. Muad neshalam nezek shal muad. First of all, all hand, all bets are off. You have to pay full damages, and even minha aliyah. We're going to see aliyah means even from the uh, best of what you own. You can take the person's house if you have to. Nothing is safe. You, it's, there's no cap in terms of where the money is taken from. So you want to ask the question right away, my aliyah, what exactly does it mean aliyah? The best of his assets. We find that when uh, when he was buried, it says, he was laid to rest with his his fathers, his forefathers. They placed, they buried him in the best of the, uh, uh, the 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 site of the uh, from from the, from the family of David Amelach. and What does mean was the best? He was buried with the most important members of the household of David Amelach. who was that? Was David and Shlomo? So his gray, he was a, Chizgiel was, was, was one of the most important and, and, uh, uh, kings of, 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 of Yehuda. And uh, Chizkiyot was, was, could have been Mashiach, right? So therefore, he was buried uh, together uh, uh, with David with, with and Shlomo. Now we're switching. Since we had a, a comment about Rabbi Lozer, and it was geared to one of the burial of the Malchi Yehuda, the Gemara brings down a, a, a another situation that is something that Rebbe made a comment. This is actually talking about the king Asa. Asa also was one of the Malchi Yehuda, and it says that he was buried in the grave that he had dug for himself. It seems that he was sick and he had a chance to prepare for his own funeral. So it says that he he had dug for himself the Ir David in the city of David. And they placed him in the, 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 uh, the grave that had been filled with spices and zinim. Now, what does that mean, right? We're trying to figure out what that zinim, what is zinim? So, what is this like this? So, what exactly my besamim besinim? Okay, I know what besamim means. What does zinim mean? So, what is this? This means different types of species. Ashi uh, says that minim, mina, that laminehu in Aramaic is. Uh, is the lotion of uh, 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 u
Rab Shmuel bar Nachmeni Amar Besamim Shekol Amirich Behen Bali Dezima. These were such uh, aromatic and potent spices that anyone who smelled them would elicit immoral thoughts. So Lashon has Besamim that cause you to think about znus. That's how uh, powerful these uh, these these Besamim were. All right, let's keep going. Uh, now, this is quoting Yirmiya Hanovi, again, staying within the theme of burial or, 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 or uh, uh, ditches that have been dug. So it says, it says that Yirmiya complained, I, believe, I guess it was to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. He said, Ki that they have dug ditches to trap me. And they hid traps, snares uh, by my feet. So what's going on over here? So Rebeloza Amar, Rebeloza is saying is, that they know that there were people the, uh, in, 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 the, in the times of Yirmiya that held him, were upset at him because he was telling them the Beis HaMikdash was going to get destroyed. And they said they somehow held him accountable for his nevuah about the destruction of Yerushalayim. And it says that they were either plotting or they counseled, they suspected him, of uh, what was the, so? What was the snare? The shucha they made. Shechashduhu mizona. Now Tosu says over here it doesn't actually mean zona in the uh, literal sense of a woman of ill repute, but it means in the halachic sense. Sense meaning he was a kohen, and therefore any woman that has had any kind of relationship that would give her the title of zona would be ushered to him. And they said he was having a relationship with a woman that had legally been deemed to be a zona. That's what I... Now, Rav Shmuel Bar Nachmeni Amar Shachashdu Ba'ishas Ish. They actually was a lot more of a severe chashash. Uh, uh, they suspected of him of adultery, of having relations with a married woman. It's interesting that we find the same thing by... Uh, by... Uh, what's his name? This is driving me nuts over here. They find the same thing by by uh, Moshe Rabbeinu. That the people that are, they, they suspected him, they suspected him. It's like, you know, when you're in a, an extreme, in a power position. I don't know exactly the year, it wasn't a power position. But anyway, it's, 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 I understand where you can come uh, connect that they suspected him with a zona. Because we find that Shoma Meluch says, that a person that has relations with a zona, he's, dug, he's digging for himself a deep pit, an unending pit. It's a pit you fall into, you cannot crawl out. So we see there's a connection between the concept of shucha, they made a shucha for me, Yirmiya was lamenting, is that they were, they were suspecting of a zona, like Shlomo Melech says, that a zona is a deep pit. Fine. But according to the opinion, the second opinion, so the Chorah, what's shucha's connection to Eishas Ish? So my shucha, someone says, one second. A woman that is a, a, a that is a, has committed adultery, that for sure legally she's considered to be a zona. So therefore, the word shucha identifies with zona, just to say that the zona, that the case of Znus was that she had been an Aishas Ish, that's not a far stretch. It still falls under the category of zona. Does she remove herself from the category of zona? Of course she's a zona. Anyway. Says the more I understand the opinion that says they suspected him of Ashes Ish, Hainu Dirsiv, Vaata Hashem Yodata Eskol at Sosom Alai Lamovis. That 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 Yermia said to Hashem, you know how they plotted against me 
for my death. Now that makes sense because if they were trumping up charges against him that he committed Aishas Ish, Aishas Ish is a Chiyuv Misa. So he's saying, Lamavis. But if it's just that he violated his Din Kohen, that he had relations with a Zona, then what's the plot, Lamavis? That wouldn't be called Lamavis. So Ella, Lamanta, Amash Chashdum, Zona, so my Lamavis. So one says there was a separate thing that they did. We know, you read through Malachim. Base, it's a shishlichu tit. They threw him into a cement pit. They wanted him to die. They threw him into this pit. So that was Lamavas. There was nothing to do with the council about trying to trump up charges against him. They physically took him and threw him into this pit. And that is, uh, that was where they, 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 was, they were trying to kill him. Let's go back to Doresh Rava. Rava expounded. My Siv says, Ye Continuing on with Yirmiya, Yirmiya was said to Hashem, Hashem, my uh, instigators, my uh, uh, protagonists, those who are coming against me, cause them to stumble before you and deal with them like uh, in, in, when you're angry. Please don't deal with them when you're showing compassion, deal with them when you're angry. So I want you to cause them to stumble and then punish them when you're angry. So I'm a Yirmiya of Nagarish Baruch. What is a better Yirmiya saying? He says, saying Nagarish Baruch as follows. Rabbanu Shalolam. Afilu b'shasha oisim stalker. What can protect a person? Stalker tatsim and mavis. So even when they are, are compelled to give tzedakah, hechshile and cause them to stumble, v'vnei adam she'enim hu'ganim. Cause the tzedakah they give to be directed towards people that don't deserve it. I mean, cause them to, they, they, let them get taken by people that are Ramoyim, people that are, are, are saying they need the tzedakah. This way, the charity that they actually do give will not, be, will not give them the, uh, the, 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 the protection that they're seeking. They know they should not get the reward for it. The, the, the ones who are trying to kill him, those people who upset at him. Now, the Chavad Asulay B'Maisoy, Bozik now continues with the burial of Chizkiyot. So it says they did with him a, an honor. What was this great honor they did when he was buried, at, at the time he was buried? Melamech yeshiva yeshiva al-kivro. They, 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 they built a yeshiva by his grave. Now obviously you're not allowed to think Dalit, obviously you're not allowed to study Torah. But it means when, when he was built, they, when, he, when, when he was buried, they did, by the way, Arya Deri, when he went to jail, I don't know if you remember, they made a yeshiva outside the jail, like in his honor. So over here too is that 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 uh, it says when 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 um, when when uh, Chizkiyah was buried. So for a certain amount of time, we're going to see what the amount of time was. They made a yeshiva. They made a temporary yeshiva. Temporary yeshiva. Le'ilu nishmas the neshama of Chizkiyah Hamelach. So the pligi bar Rav Nosson v'Rabbonon. There's a machlokes between Rav Nosson and Rabbonon. What's the machlokes? Chad Amar Shloisha. Some say that that yeshiva was there. Three days. Chad Amar Shiv was seven days. But Amar Lelon, Samdo Shloishim, which, by the way, there's a breakdown in the, by the first three days is they made the Chia from Avelus, then there's Shiva, and then there's Shloishim. So Shaila is which were the days that they, they study was the three, the seven, or thirty. Tan Rabbonon, Bechavad Asuloi B'Moisai. Another interpretation. What mean? What does it mean? Bechavad Asuloi B'Moisai. That for Chizkiah they they did a covet for him. So one shot we saw they made a Shiva by his Kura. But here we have a different shot. What is it? Zeh Chizkiah Melech. refers to Chizkiah Melech. Sheyotsu lefonov shloishim v'shisha elev chalutze kosev. Is that, that, that in, for his burial, 
36,000 men went out with their shoulders having been uncovered. Meaning, why were their shoulders uncovered? Because they did Kriya, right? They had done Kriya and their shoulders were uncovered. Give Rabbi Yudah, that's Rabbi Yudah's opinion. So I'm going to the Nechemah. say like this. is only considered to be a covered if you do it specially for him. But if we found they've done it for other people, then that's not a special covered. Now what do we see? He says like this, Achav, by the way, who wasn't a big tzaddik, right? And they did the same thing. So to say there's a special covered for Chizkiyo, uh, why is it a special covered for Chizkiyo? So Mary says like this, there was something else they did special for him. He was, the, he, pro, he, he uh, pro, uh, proliferated Torah throughout Eretz Yisrael. So what they did was, that on his beer, on the coffin, they put a Sefer Torah and they pronounced, that this individual fulfilled that which is written in the Torah. Says more like this. He says the more that nowadays, anyone, any Talmud Chacham of substance, we do the same thing. So again, why is that a special covet? Nowadays, we do take a Sefer Torah out. Again, I've never seen this happen. But we do take a Sefer Torah out in the times of the Gemara for Talmud Chachamim. But they would not put it down on the actual Aaron. That they did not do. The Ibai's Emo, Anuchi Nami Manchinan, or if you say is that no, that actually the custom is that we do place the Sefer Dora down but we don't make the pronouncement of Kiem that this one fulfilled what is written in this. By, by, by Chizkiyo they did both. They put it down, which they say nowadays they do as well, but they also made the pronouncement he fulfilled what is written within it. So now, there's another, that's, that's two pshatim, a third pshat. I was walking me, uh, 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 with, together with Rabbi Yechanan to ask him uh, halachic issues. And he was about to enter the bathroom. It seems like TMI. But the point is that, that he was entering into a bathroom. At the same time as I was asking him a shiloh. And like Bajidlan, he would he refused to answer the question. until obviously he had gone to the bathroom, come back, washed his hands, monacht fillin, put his fillin on Mavarech, and made the bracha. It's interesting that I saw the Chronim say it's made the bracha the tefillin. He would say it's it's in the bracha is written after the monacht tefillin. But anyway, the point is that he would make, he made the bracha. Now Bahada Amalan, and only then did he say to uh, to Tepshat means I asked him this guva, what's the covered? What's the special covet that was done for Chizkiya? And he answered, he says, that nowadays we even say but what was done by Chizkiya special is we don't say that he taught what was written inside. We fulfilled what was written inside. That every time a of substance would get in this man of the Gemara, this man of Rabbi Yechonon. But Rabbi Yechonon said was unique about Chizkiya Melech. What did they up it to? They didn't just say Kiyem. What did they say? Limade, all right? Limade. Bechorah Limade is that he taught what was inside this. We're going to see that's what it comes out of us going to. Ah, I frank the Gemara Akasha. Very interesting uh, side point, and I'll point it out. The Girsa of our Gemara is Amramar, Gadol Limud, Yaisa Taira, Shalimud, maybe the day Maisa. Now, the Gemara understands what this saying right now is is great is teaching Torah, because from teaching Torah, you come to, to Maisa, which implies what's greater? 
Mas is greater than the limun. So therefore, how do you say that was good? What, what, what was unique for Pachiskios, everybody else is that they studied. They studied what was inside. By him, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, they, 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 they fulfilled, they kept the kiyam, they fulfilled what was inside the Torah. By him, they said that he taught. L'chara, we see from here, is that uh, teaching is only great because it brings to Maise. Now, I saw that, that the, the, in the Dukes Seifrim, the Seifrim was a, 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 a commentary that goes through all the old girsos, and he shows in certain places where the censors changed the wording in the Gemara. And he says that the censors were very concerned about the word Talmud. The Catholic Church had an issue with the word Talmud. So anytime it says the word Talmud, referring to obviously Gemara, they changed it. So here they change it, but it really doesn't belong. Because really the right girsa is Sha Talmud maybe with De Maisa. So they change it to Lima Torah, but it's actually just Shat Talmud. The right gives it the Talmud, even though Talmud doesn't mean Gemara. Talmud just means that the the study of Torah leads to Ma'aseh. But anyway, the point is the Chayra. It seems from here, how can you say is what they said about him? Everyone else got that they they that they 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 fulfilled. They did the actions of what's in the Torah, and by him he got and he taught what was in the Chayra. Actions are greater than the teaching. Means like this. What the right Girsawa is, is that study is great because studying Torah brings towards fulfilling. So it's Enachinami. You can argue that the Maisa is greater than the study. But it doesn't say Limud. I mean, the right Girsawa doesn't say teaching. Teaching is even greater than the action. Meaning study might not be as good as action, but teaching is even better than action. Why is teaching Torah even better than the action itself? Teaching to others? Yes, why is it, why is it more, why is it? That's correct. That's great because you hit much more people. Meaning now I've put in play that many people can do the Misa. So if my teaching causes many to do the Misa, then my teaching is greater than the Misa. Learning is just my learning and my Misa, so my learning, my Misa, my Misa might be greater than my learning. But my teaching that allows many people to do the Misa, then my teaching is greater than the Misa. That, that's the Maskana. So therefore, Bechizkiya is what was unique about what he had, even if everybody that put the Sefer Torah on the coffin, and even if everybody, they said, they made a pronouncement, the pronouncement was there, that he fulfilled what was inside. Chizkia got a step up. What did Chizkia get? Limei. And then Ashi brings down, and nowadays we don't use Limei because we want to show that it was a special covered for Chizkia. Okay. What is mentioned in the following pasuk? This is a pasuk in Yeshaya. Ashrechem, fortunate are you, Zoyre al Kolmayim, who seed on all uh, by all waters. Meshal you send forth the feet of the ox and the donkey. What is this cryptic pasuk referring to? So what the pasuk is referring to is someone who involved himself with a combination of Torah and acts of kindness. He will get the inheritance of the two tribes. And we're going to see the two tribes, the Shor and the Chamor. Who's the Shor? The boy Yosef. Exactly. And who's the Chamor? 
Yisachar Chamar Gorel. All right. So therefore, so therefore, he gets the Nachlo. He gets the uh, he will be the inheritance like two tribes of Yosef and Yisachar. That is what 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 the pasuk is doing. How, how do we read the pasuk? Explain it. Shenem Ashrechem Zorei. Fortunate or praiseworthy are you who sow. We're going to see tzedakah is associated with sowing. You put seeds, you put the seeds in. When you give tzedakah, you're putting seeds, you're planting seeds. So for yourselves, but tzedakah, we have a pasuk actually says it. And you will reap according to the kindness. So you see sowing and reaping is associated with tzedakah and milus chasodim. And water is referred to Torah. So then, our high called Samuel Chulamayim. anyone who is uh, anyone, uh, anyone who is thirsty should go to drink water, go study Torah. But the point it's saying is, therefore, if you combine your actions with both Chesed, with Tzedakah Chesed, and Torah, then you're going to be Zoycha Lenachlash Neishvatim, Zoycha Lekila Kiyosev. Your honor, Kila is a canopy, but canopy like the Chassan people they took out of a canopy when they would go out. Or a chasen kala go out in a canopy, so you get a kilo, you get the covered, the glory of Yosef. The chsev ben poiras Yosef bnoitz ada ale sure that Yosef is a charming son, and each of the girls would climb up, they would scale a wall to look at him, and with a special covered that was done. And why was that special covered done? Yosef was put into that position because what did he do? He did chesed for who? He was put in a position to do chesed. For his brothers, he is able to keep them alive during the times of famine. So therefore, one understands that's the honor he got because of the chesed that he did. You also get the nachal of Yisachar. By Yisachar, it says, Yisachar, he says, Chamar Gorem. Chamar Gorem is a strong-boned donkey, a, a large-boned or a strong-boned donkey. What does that mean? The Targum explains it, Raja brings down the Targum, is that he is... Rich atir benichsa, I think Rashi's version is. He is rich with acid. Strong bone meaning he's got he's got backbone. He's got he's got he's got a lot of support. He is is with rich with acids. So you'll get the covet of Yosef and you'll get the acids of Yisachar by studying Torah mixed with chetzaka and mivus chasodim. Is the Amri another explanation of the rewards that you get for the Nachla of Yosef and Yisachar? in the fun of Yosef, your enemies will fall before you just as they did by Yosef. Yosef is referring to a descendant of Yosef. Who was the descendant of Yosef? Was Yeshua. Yeshua came from the tribe of Yosef. And he went and 30, 31 kings he conquered. Going into the land of Eretz Yisrael, to it says that Yosef has horns, and with his horns, Bahem Amim Yinagach Yachdav, he will gore them all together, pushing them to Afsa Eretz to the ends of the land, getting them out of the land of Eretz Yisrael. Bezoch Labina, and you'll get special understanding. There's a special understanding called Bina that is associated with the tribe Yisachar. To Chsev of Nei Yisachar Bina, they were the ones. That it says in Malachim that they had special understanding that Le'itim, they knew, the, they knew the, the, how to calculate the times, or Das Mayasiso, to direct the Jewish people as to how they should act. And so that's the bean, you guess you get the, 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 the uh, power of, of, to be able to knock down your enemies of Yosef and the special understanding of how to act of Yisachar. Hadran Allah Arba Avos, Hadran Allah Arba Avos, Hadran Allah Arba Avos, and now we begin, Be'ez Hashem's Baruch, the second parak, Ketzara Regal. Now, do we. Let's question on this Mishnah. How do we know Chatzinezik is Migufa? Is that a Pasuk or. 
It's based on drushes. It's based on drushes. Yeah, we had drushes before. It was drushes. Now, the Moses is like this. Gates, the Machlag is Rashi and Taisa is how to learn the simple reading of the Mishnah here. Rashi learns like this. Let's see. So, guys, we're starting the Mishnah. Kate, is that the Mishnah? According to Rashi, Kate said a regal. All right? Kate said a regal. Mu'edis. Meaning, how does the regal is it, it become muad? Means what's the when does it pay? When it's considered habitual, it's normal to be regal that you pay full damages? Question mark. Then l'shaber b'derechilucha is the answer when it breaks in the normal course of its walking, right? That's how you see how Rashi's learning it. Taisa learns that it's all one question. Kaitzer regal mu'edus l'shaber b'derechilucha? Question mark. Right now, we're going to learn like Rashi and the Shakhvatar of the Gemara seems to fit much better according to Rashi. You have to see how Tosus learns the Shakhvatar, but we're not here going to learn Tosus, shall we learn Rashi's? So it says, How does the animal become muad right away for regal? What's considered the normal that's habitual to be Chayev, Nezek Sholem? When it breaks things by way of its walking. When the animal in normal course of its walking, with its uh, regal, it breaks things. Now we have another clause here, which is more according to Rashi's Pratt's going to ask, is completely redundant. Right? A uh, animal is muad to break things, uh, to break things, break vessels, when it walks and breaks things as it walks. Now that seems to be completely redundant. Because you already said uh, that uh, regal mu'edis, it's the shabar b'derech ilucha. Then why do you have to write again? That's going to be a question that one is going to ask. Okay. Now, again, learning the way Rashi learns. Let's say an animal kicked. All right. Or while it was walking, pebbles shot up from underneath its feet. Now Rashi explains, the way Rashi learns like this, is in both the cases of when it kicked and when pebbles shot up, it pays chatzinezek, but they're very different under which av they belong. Because the case where it kicked, it has to be talking about it kicked with intent to break. Because then it's a tolda of Karen. Karen, and that's why it's chatzinezek. But if in fact it would have broken just by the natural way of walking, then it would have been a regular din of regal, and it would not be chatzinezek. It would be nezek shalim. In, in, in a in a rishus ayam. Rishus ayam. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, hundred percent. And 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 therefore, but this and the second clause when pebbles shoot out, and the pebbles cause that the. Uh, What's his name? The pebbles cause that damage, yeah. which is Tsroros. That, that is where you have Chatzinezek, but then it's Tsroros, which we learned yesterday, is a Halacha Moshe Mishina, but it is a Tolda of Regal. So these two cases are Chatzinezek, but and for a very different reason. One is a Tolda of Karen, one is a Tolda of Regal, which is Ira point out, it's going to have huge differences. Because in the case of Karen, it doesn't have to be Bashus Nizak. In the case of Regal, it's only in the Shus of the Nizak, number one. Second thing is, by Karen, it's Chatzinezek up to the value of the Mazik. Whereas by regal, there's no such limitation. It'll be chatzin no matter how much 
then Mazik would be worth it. So it'd be a big difference. But according to Rashi... And you can then go after whatever? Correct. Well, that's right? correct. Now, according to Rashi, the only reason why... What are we bringing in the case, the first case of Karen? We're not talking about Karen over here. But just because since we're talking about that the foot was involved in creating a situation of Chatzinezek, it slept in the case of Karen, even though it's not an example of the, the Nezek of Regal. It's an example of the Regal of Karen. Just pointing that out. Now... Darsa ala kli. The animal is walking and it trampled as it walked, not intentionally, not with intent to break. It trampled on a vessel, vishibartu, and it broke the vessel. And what happened is, and then the shards of that vessel, the nafal al kli, fell onto a secondary vessel, collateral damage, and went and caused the second vessel also to break. So Allah Rishon Mishalom Nezek Sholem. The first one you're paying Nezek Sholem. Why? Because it's a shell. Because it's no, no, a regal that happened in Ashkenaz. Regal, 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 regal is Nezek Sholem. It's muad, right? That's called the muad from the tchila from the beginning, right? But on the Achron Mishalom Chatzin Nezek. Why is it Chatzin Nezek on the second vessel? Because it's like pebbles. Because the shards of the first one, it's not direct damage from the animal to the vessel. It's secondary, it's collateral damage. It's the shards from the first thing went and damaged the second one. It's like the kicking of the pebbles, and then with Sroros, and then with Chatzin Karen in the second part. No Karen, no Karen, no Karen. Sroros is called Omega. Sroros, Sroros, Sroros. Now, continues. Hatarni Golem, chickens. Muad in They also considered muad that things that they break when they normally walk and, 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 and cause damage as they normally walk, that would also be a, uh, a, 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 a regal situation. Like, like that's, a, that's, a, that's, that's regal too, right? Everybody with me? Chickens. Doesn't have to be uh, an ox, it could be chickens. Now, then these two next two cases, the Gemara is going to explain on your test. I'll explain to you why the Maskan of the Gemara over there. But it says, if the animal had a strap tied to its leg, right? Or the, 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 the chicken over here. Or the chicken, the chicken either had a strap tied to its leg, or it was bouncing around, it was hopping around. Or the Shabras are Kalim, and it caused Kalim to break. Mishalom Chatzinezek, you have to make Chatzinezek. Now, the Gemara is going to say what it's talking about is that the strap flew off and hit Kalim, or it caused pezzle, pebbles to shoot out and break Kalim. Which that's why it's Chatzinezek, because if it was direct, if it, if it hit with the strap, the Kalim, or it was tied to its leg, or it bounced on a clee and the clee broke, unintentionally, that would be considered to be a, a full regal and would have to be Nezek Sholem. That's why you have to explain it the way I did. Okay, let's begin the Gemara on the Amad Beis. Amalei Ravina Lerovos. Ravina said to Rovo, he said the question I pointed out in the Mishnah, Haina regal, Haina behema. The two clauses seem to be redundant, right? Remember, that's the question. Keita regal muedes, talking about focusing on regal. That regal, if it breaks things with its foot, in the course of its walking, it's regal. Then it says, That's, So why are you calling it regal? Why are you calling it behemah? But both cases are regal. Right? So why do you explain that? That's what Ravina asked Rava. So Rava said like this, Amalei, Tana Ava is what Tani told us. Is that actually it's an Avasin told us. Because what is the Av? 
When it uses its leg, when it uses its leg, the tall that we learn is body. When it when it when it when it, when it, when it, when it knocks it with its body, when it knocks it with different parts of the animal, not intentionally, but while it's walking, that's also going to be regal. But it's a told of regal because the direct case it's of regal, yes, the case that the, the av is with the foot. The tolda is with other parts of what is either on the animal or attached to the animal. So therefore you have, so that's why it makes sense. It actually fits the word. Because the first clause is using the word regal. The second clause uses the word behema because it's not dafka, the regal. It's the toldos of the regal. Everybody with me? So it says, Amale Ravina Lurava, Haina Regal, Haina Avas, Amale, so Rava answered him, Tana Avas, Victani Toldos, that the Tana first started, the opening statement was the Avos, and the secondary statement was the Toldos. So it says, the problem Ravina had with that is, as I explained, that the last Mishnah in the Perif that we just completed actually brings down these, these words. Kate said, uh, it says a regal, and uh, it, it uses the wording. It wasn't, it wasn't that last Mishnah, the Mishnah earlier. Um, was it, where was the, no, no, that's where it's going to explain. But where was the Mishnah at the end of the first, uh, first parak that it mentioned all the Avos? It uses, there was that, one second. Uh, where is that? Uh, Elaborating on the on, on the Mishnah from before. Where was that Mishnah before? Uh, did it, did, um, was it a or was it Mishnah? Was oh, it on Tesvav? 15. 15b, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's Tesvav and Hashem 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 meaning, I told you, later on. So therefore, Ketzad is going back on there and it's explaining it, right? That was right. So now, so the, this Mishnah over here, the Mishnah we're dealing with here, starts off with Regal, okay? With Regal. Then you have Mamish, the same issue, Ketzad Hashem, all right? But we have the same thing. It speaks specifically about the Shein, and then it says, and Mamish does the same thing, Shein and Behema, in the, on, 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 on your test. We're going to see it later on in your test. At the end, of it, it does the same thing. Now, the problem we have is you can't give the same answer. The question is the same question. Why are you breaking down two clauses? So here you could say, because you're talking about Avos and Toldos. So the Avos is the regal, the Toldos is the rest of the animal. But by Shane, that's not Avos and Toldos. The animal eats. Right? Shane. So what's the case over there that it says Avos and it says Toldos that would go, that you'd be able to give the same answer as you give over here, right? That's, that's, that is the, the, the worst question, okay? Now, and, and, and uh, and, and, the, and you, they are told us, by the way, they are told us to shame. An animal who scratches its back on a wall because it wants to gratify itself would be a tolder of shame. However, you can't answer that over there because there it says, Hashem mu'edes lechos haroilo, and Bahema mu'edes lechol fruits and vegetables. So there you can't, because they're both talking about eating. So you can't break it down to an av and a tolda. So therefore, with the same question, since you can't explain it over there, how can you say that it's a shot over here? 
So Elam Ha'ata, so Ravina asked him, Seifa, the second half of this Mishnah, which is mentioned on your test, Dektani Hashem Mu'edes Va'abehema Mu'edes, same problem over there, Kamlukabashain. So my I was my told us you can't give Avas and told us there because it's referring to both the same act of eating. Right? So Mora says, So Havakamadabihuso. So Rava answered him in a in a in a in a in a in a like as a joke. Like he answered him in a in a in a in a joking way. He said, Listen, I took care of the first Mishnah. You take care of the second one. Meaning, you asked me the first one. I was like, oh, but his question was that your answer for the first one doesn't work for the second one. It's okay. That's your problem. Figure it out. So he says, okay, okay, put all jokes aside. But Lamaisa, time am I. But still, how are you going to explain that second Mishnah as to why you have the two clauses? Because the answer you gave just satisfies the first Mishnah or the first half of the Mishnah. It doesn't accept, satisfy the second part of the Mishnah on your test. So time am I. So Amar Ravashi, I'll tell you why. Because if you look at the Pasuk of shame, right? It says, Shilach es Be'iroi. Now, Be'iroi means an animal. But usually Be'iroi is associated with a domesticated animal. So at the simplest understanding, if I would ask you, what kind of animals are you hired for shame? Your animal goes into your neighbors and eats and, and damages their eating. Domesticate animal. But let's say you own a, a wild animal. You own a wild, you own a deer. You own a, 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 and your wild animal goes into your neighbor and eats. How would I know that there is a punishment, there's a, there's a the penalty, not a penalty, there's a, a damages of shame that apply to it, right? Because the positive says be hero. So on that, the time of the Mishnah is, 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 that, is that, that no. Because it's, it's not just behemoth, but that's why the two clauses. Now we're going to see it's very interesting because the second clause uses the word behemoth. The first clause uses the word shame. Which means the second clause is behemoth. The first clause is chaya. But the point is that between the two, chaya and behemoth are included. Now, that, now it's not an avas and toldos as we're going to see because how do we know that a chaya is considered nichlal with behemoth? Because we have sukkim. Raja brings down different sukkim in the Torah that even though the Torah uses the word behemoth, it's inclusive of Chaya as well. So therefore, Be'iro is inclusive of Chaya as well. So then, but that's why you have both clauses to teach me that both Chaya and Behema are. So therefore, it's a time of my, so I'm Ravashi, so Ravashi explained, Tana Shein the Chaya, but Tana Shein the Behema. That the two clauses are Shein of a Chaya and Shein of a Behema, which the second clause says, Beferish Behema, which that's Behema. The first clause that focuses on the Shein, that inclusive of Chaya. Now, Says the Gemara like this: Why do I need to teach me that? I mean, I would have thought this is a shilach as beiro. But the simple reading of the positive, you'll send forth your animal, and usually beiro refers to what kind of an animal? It refers to behema in a domesticated animal, chayalo, which is inclusive of a chay, not including a kamash malan. That since we have psukim in the Torah that chay is included behema, so therefore there's something that chay of a behema. So Gemara says like this: This simple, simple kasha. If you're telling me which is the more base one that you would know, Behem or Chai, what would you for sure know? So then, but then the Mishnah is written out of order because it said Shane first and it says Behem second. Shane is Chaya. So therefore, why don't you write Behem first and then write Chaya second? That's the one's Kasha. That's the Pshat. So then Behem should have been written first. 
Because Chai has learned through Behema. Behema is more Pashit. So therefore, why don't you write Behema first and then Chaya? This is a concept we have throughout Shas. The more answers, that the redactor of the Mishnahs, when you put the Mishnah together, sometimes he has more of an affinity to something that is learned through a Drosha than something that's written Beferish in the Torah. And therefore, what's more, and what's the bigger Drosha? What is the Drosha? Here, Chaya. So then he puts Chaya before he puts Behema. So Mora says like this, one second, that if that's true for the end of the Mishnah, then why isn't it true for the beginning of the Mishnah? Because the told does not Beferish in the Torah. The Av, and the way we have at the beginning of the Mishnah, you first wrote Regal, which is the Av, and the second half of the second clause was on the Behemoth, which is the Tolda. Why don't you say, well, that which is more Chaviv, which is not directly in the Torah, it should be written first, if you're doing it for the second half of the Mishnah. So, Iachi, Reisha Nami, Lisni, Ksiva, Beresha, the one which is not written in Ferish, it should be written then first. So, one second, there's a big difference. Because like this, in the second half of the Mishnah, Chaya and Behemoth, Chaya is not a Tolda. Because basically we're learning when it says Be'iro, it means Chaya and Behema. They're both Avs. There's the Av of Chaya, there's the Av of Behema. Now the question is which one to put first. So I'll choose Chaya over Behema. Why am I choosing Chaya over Behema? Yeah, it's learned through, it's through my hard work allowed me to, so I put that first. But in the first part of the Mishnah, when you're talking about shame of the, I mean, you're talking about Rego, uh, which is the Av. And talking about the behemoth, which is the tolda, it makes no sense to write a tolda before an av. Even if you like it better, it just logically you can't put a tolda before the av. That's why we don't do the same thing in the beginning. So what it says like this. So what's the comparison between the first and the, the last part of the Mishnah and the first half? Hasam In the second half of the Mishnah, both Chaya and Behemah are Avos. So therefore, have to ask the So it's more affinity to the one that's learned through a drosha. That's why I put Chaya before Behemah. But Hacha, but in the first part of the Mishnah, Shavik Av would you put aside the Av to teach a Tolda before the Av? No matter how much affinity you have for it, just you would not categorize it in such a way. Now, Ebois Amor, else we can have another explanation, because as we said, these Mishnahis in the second parak are elaborating on what? From the first end. On from Tesvav. And in Tesvav, it refers to shame. It refers to regal. I think the same answer you can give for with regal and shame. It uses the word since it's elaborating on what was written in the Mishnah there, it elaborates it with a term. So therefore, since regal was mentioned, therefore regal is the first clause. I think you give the same answer. You don't have to say this could be now whole new answer. Since shame was mentioned clearly in the Bryson, therefore you say the shame, that's why, so that's why in the beginning of our Mishnah it's first regal, then behemoth, and the second Mishnah, therefore it's shame and behemoth, because it's elaborating on what was written earlier, and in there it's specifically referred to the words shame and regal. So Ibai's Emma, I didn't saw the since it is uh, uh, continuing on from what was written earlier in the end of the first parak, so therefore Salik Miregel, Pasach Beregel starts with Regel. I think it doesn't say it, but I think the same thing could be said by Shane as well. Tanara, what we learned in a Brysa. Behema is Moedes to walk in its normal way, right? And to break Ketzad. So what's examples of this? Very important. The Behemoth entered into the courtyard of the Nizak. Bezika, the Gufa, damaged with its border, with, with, uh, with its... Uh, 
his body, right? We're talking about behemoth, the whole behemoth now, just not just the rego. Behemoth, the gufa, Derek could look while he was walking. It has to be while he was walking. It couldn't be a body slam, because if it's a body slam, that'd be Karen. Right? And with its hair in the course of walking, with the saddle that's on it, or the packages that are on it, or with the bit that was in its mouth, or the bell around its neck, right? And the donkey with its package that has it on it. The Torah says it's, it's a little looser, so you might think it's not connected. We do consider it to be, what's that? Now, Sumchus Aymer, we're going to see what Sumchus is coming in from left field here, but Sumchus Aymer, Tzroi writes that if it was pebbles, or it was a chazer, or it was a pig that was, 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 was rummaging around in a the garbage dump, it must be the garbage dump of the Nizuk, if we're going to see in a moment, the Hizik, and it caused damage, Shalom Nezik Shalom, you also pay Nezik. We're going to see the Simchus takes issue with Tzroros. He does not have that Halacha Moshe Messina, and he holds that if it is a Tolga of Rego, then it is, it's full. Now, the interesting machlokas between Rashi and Taisvis. Rashi learns, we're going to see, the first thing we want to ask a question, but what do you mean rooting around? If the rooting around is actually causing the damage, Right? So then what's, no one's going to argue with that. That's, that's, that's not Tzoros. That's not even Chatzinah. I want to agree that's Nezik. Hezik, if it's causing direct damage, so then the Cherub Shita obviously is causing damage. That's like causing damage with its body. It's not Tzoros. It's Nezik Shalim. So when it says, Ela Ema Hittiz Vehezik, then what happens is the second case of the pigs also, that through its rummaging around with its snout, it caused things to fly off, and therefore that's also another example of Tzroz, Masham Nezek Sholem, alright? So therefore, now here's the Machlokas Rashi and Tosis. Rashi learns that both examples of Tzroros are of regal, right? The animal walking in and, and with its rummaging with its snout, right, is Tzroros of regal, right? And uh, the, 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 uh, and the, 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 the uh, Pebbles shooting are throwrows of regal. Taisvah says that the animal is rummaging around with its snout is actually shen. So Taisvah says that, that, that you see that there's not only a throwrows of regal, there's also a throwrows of shen. So it's two examples of throwrows that are Rashi doesn't learn that way. Rashi learns they both consider throwrows of regal. You have to understand what the machlok is. But the point is that what, what he's coming to say is, I disagree by throwrows. And the problem is the Tanakhama never mentioned throwrows. You can tell me you disagree with the Tanakhama, that's something the Tanakhama said. The Tanakhama was talking about full damages. It wasn't talking about a case of Chatzin Nezek. So Chatzroros, Mind Dachashmayu, who mentioned Tzroros, that you're coming to talk about Tzroros. There's actually a deletion in the text. When you put the deletion in, then you'll see. What is the deletion? Tzroros, Kirchayu, that Tzroros that happened by the now north, that's not a Karen situation, but it's, a, it's, it's Derechilucho, right? Chatzinezek, that's what Tanakama said. And therefore, Chazer Shayanover Ba'ashba, Behitiz. So if a pig was going and, 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 and rooting around, uh, groveling around in the Ashba, Behitiz, and it caused. Uh, uh, pebbles to fly. The Tanakama did address those two cases and said that they are chatzinezek. On that comes along Simcha. Simcha's Emet Tzreiros Chav the Chazir Shaya Novir Be'Ashba Ve'Hitiz Ve'Hizik Mishalem Nezek Shalem. 
Tanarabonim. We have again another brisa that shows us machlokas between uh, Sumchus and the Tanakama. Tanarabonim, Tanagolin, Mavrichin, Mimakulamachim. You had chickens that were fluttering around, or they don't really fly, but they were jumping around from one place to another. The Shibru, Kalim, the Chanfeim. With their wings, they bumped into Kalim and caused the Kalim to break. Meshalem Nezek Shalem, that's Nezek Shalem. Why is that Nezek Shalem? It's happening in the normal act of what they normally do. So therefore, it would be considered a tolda of regal Nezek Shalem. But let's say they caused wind. And so it's not, a, it's not directly from the body, but it's a force that emanated from the body of the bird. So in such a case, that's similar to what? Throros, it's like the pebbles. So therefore, Baruch Shabachan Feyem, Mesham and Hatsi Nezek. Besumchus Amr, in both cases, Nezek Shalem. Tanya Idev, we have now a third brisa. It says, Tanya Golem Shayim Mahatsin Al Gabe Isa. You have chickens that were hopping around on a batter. Somebody had made a batter, chickens got in, and the chickens are jumping around on the batter. Baal Gabe Peros, or on somebody's produce, on his fruit. Betinfu Onikru, and their actions caused. This, the, 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 the dough to become soiled, or the fruit to become soiled, all right, or to become pectin, and Raji says, beak balas, with their beak, it's in French word for, for they cause it with a beak, okay, meshalem nezek shalem, because that's directly the body causing it. Right, helu afar, but if they cause dust to come out, otsroros, or they cause pebbles to come up, meshalem and chatzinezek, because then it's not direct, it's, it's the force of their body causing it, which is Tzoros, and therefore it's Chatsi Nezek. Again, Sumpus Omer, Nezek Shalom. Tanya Irech, a fourth b'raisom. A chicken was fluttering from one place to another. And wind came out from beneath its wings. The Shibras, a came and broke with its wings. It broke the vessels. Meshalem Chatsi Nezek. Now there's no argument over there. So it's Stama. This is a Stam Raisa, like the Shita of the Kacham and Chatsi Nezek. I'm a Rava. Rava said, let me, let's, let's look at this for a moment. Bishloma Sumchus. I understand Sumchus's position. Kasavar Kocha Kagufo Dami. He says, there's no, di- there's no difference between you doing it, di- your, your animal causing it directly to happen or its force of the body causing it to happen, we still attribute it directly to the animal, and therefore, Tzoros is Nezek Sholem, because he doesn't make a difference between Kocho and Gufo. So I understand the logic behind Sumchus. In both cases, it's, ne- it's full damages. But what's shot in the Chachomim? El Rabbanon, Gufo Domi, if it's considered, they consider a force from the body like the body itself, then in both cases, they should do the Sumchus that what? Nezek, Shalem, there should be, by the Shalem, should be full damages, full damages. The Elav Kagufo, and if they don't attribute the force of an animal to the animal itself, then what should be the payment? Then it should be Hatsi No, it should be nothing. If we don't consider it attributed to the animal, then it should be nothing. What do you come up with Hatsi Nezek for? The Elav Kagufo, Dami, so Hatsi Nezek, it shouldn't pay anything. So you had to Rava, then Rava said, yeah, in logic it's true that they have this problem. But the Olam Gagufa Dami, it is considered Gagufa and really should be paying full damages. Mm-hmm. However, mm-hmm. it is a halacha Moshe Misina, which is really, that's why we said Chatzinez Soros, everyone agrees is Mammon. The Machlokas was Chatzinezek by, uh, by, 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 Chatzinezek Knas by Karen was the Shiloh. But everyone here is Mammon, it should be full. Tyra gives a guy a discount, it's Chatzinezek is Mammon. But, the, but it's, 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 it's,
Mama is not going to ask that. And so I'll be asking. Yeah.